This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcasts. This is your one-stop shop for superhero, nerdy talk. We're going to talk Game of Thrones. We're going to talk comic books. We're going to talk a little bit of everything. Did we say video games? Video games, thank you, thank for video games. That's why we got the diva hat up there. But if you're new, thank you for coming in. If you're returning... Thank you for coming back. If you are coming back, you know what I do at this point. A little bit of housekeeping or house cleaning, however you want to see it. First off, if you love what we're doing here, want to support us, want to help keep the lights on here at MVP, check out patreon.com backslash most available podcast. Johnny, as this podcast is dropping January 1st, happy new year to everybody here in 2018. We got a new patron. We got to say thank you to Matthew for joining us at the $10 tier He's going to be on a podcast in January. You've got Christian. You've got Jake. You've got Patrick. All are going to be on podcasts. You guys can be the same by joining the $10 tier. That link down below in the description. Also, if you're on iTunes, you're listening to us on iTunes, you have an iTunes account, please go to iTunes and give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating. If you could do the same for the Onside Kick, the Primetime Podcast, and the Fast Break, it would really help us a lot, and it would mean the world to both Johnny and I. And then finally, we're selling MVP t-shirts. You want to get your own. Directions are down below in the description. It's very easy. And you can get yourself a most valuable podcast t-shirt. But Johnny, it's a very special day here. Yes, it is. At MVP or for the Rick and Johnny podcast. As you guys can see, we have some awards. We have three awards that we are giving out today. And this second one, I don't know if it's really an award. Uh, I don't know if it was if it was my movie, I would want to receive it. I wouldn't either. Let, let's just say that I wouldn't want to receive I almost, the second award. Yeah, probably not. But go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say we might want to make this one because uh, we, you and I were talking about certain something. The with face this is weird. Yes, the face say, looks demonic. I'd say this and this would be the nice awards, and this not so much. Yeah, but the actual award, mm-hmm. I'd want to win this first one. And that's if, true. If that's true. Definitely. If you're sitting there at home going, guys, what the hell are you talking about? Get to the point. What we are doing today is, if you guys have listened to the Rick and Johnny podcast, or if you're new. We do movie reviews throughout throughout the year. We've yes, seen we movies do. like Logan, like Wonder Woman, like Spider-Man, like Justice League, like Star Wars. And what we decide to do, since this is going to come out first of the year, January 1st, we're going to do our award show for the movies we've seen, seen this year. So the thing is, I'm not going to put the list up there for you guys, but the playlist should have went above Johnny's head. If you want to see the movies that we've reviewed... Those are the movies that are in the running for these three awards. So any movie that we've reviewed on the Rick and Johnny podcast is fair game. We're going to give out three awards. First, we're going to give out our show stealer or basically our MVP of the year. Then we're going to give out the worst movie of 2017. That's right. You can earn a worst movie with us. Yeah, the worst movie that we have seen this year. And then we're going to cap everything off with the best movie. Of 2017. And like I said, that second award, I don't know if I want to win it. I wouldn't. But 
like you said, the face on this thing is kind of real creepy. And you know what? I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on the Twitter. So if you're listening and um, watching this, you can see the face that Johnny and I are talking about. But you think we should get right into it? Do we need anything? Did I go through all the due diligence of no, I mean, explaining it's just gonna be, everything? I mean, we went over that. It's movies that we've seen mm-hmm. this year. It's not any, like, other ones. Not every movie. Mm-hmm. It's not what we've seen this year. Like, you put... Don't throw it up above me again. I didn't do again. it. I did it once. Okay. I did it once. Well, we, we, you'll see. You can check out all of our... <laughs> no, I didn't do it. All of our it's reviews. only when I snapped. Yes, exactly. Snapped. You can check out all of our reviews, mm-hmm. and let, like you can see what movies we've done. So, so let's get right into it. Yes. And we are going to start with our show stealer of the year, and the nominees are... Hugh Jackman, Logan. Gal Gadot. Wonder Woman. Michael Keaton, Spider-Man Homecoming, and American Assassin. Tom Cruise, American Mate. Bill Skarsgård, It. Well, Johnny, those are the nominees. We've got a group of five actors, actors and actresses. Yes. Do you think we should just give it away? You want you want to hit me with a drum roll? The show stealer of the year. Michael Keaton, Spider-Man Homecoming and American Assassin. And this one to me, I came into it and I I had a feeling like in my head I'm like, I know who I want to give it to. Yes. I know who Johnny wants to give it to, but can I talk Johnny into coming over to my side of the table? Was it really hard to? Well, it, it, it wasn't hard, but I knew what was coming into it. Yes. I knew that you wanted to give it to Hugh Jackman. I wanted to give it to Michael Keaton. It was, could I sway you over enough to give it to Michael Keaton? And we did. As Michael Didn't Keaton's take much show because of logic. Of the so. Well, the logic being that um, letting you guys in... And this is what I want to ask you. This is yes. my little kind of thought about this award. Yeah. Did Michael Keaton have an unfair advantage? Because Spider-Man Homecoming, well, first off, I should have said how we how we got to this is if the only people that applied to this award are if they are a show stealer. Yes. If they were named a show stealer on a review, Hugh Jackman, Gal Gadot, Tom Cruise, Bill Skarsgård. All unanimous, mm-hmm. unanimous show stealers. That means in the review, both you and I said that's a show stealer. Michael Keaton on American Assassin was a unanimous show stealer. However, Spider-Man Homecoming, he had. A, I gave it to yes. Keaton. You gave it to Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. So, is it an unfair advantage for Michael Keaton that he won the show stealer because we saw him twice this year? I'm going to say no because we did. I mean, we also had the opportunity. Well, we didn't. We were going, we talked about seeing The Greatest um, Showman, the greatest showman mm-hmm. and we didn't have the chance to. Now, I mean, there's still the chance he wouldn't have gotten it in there because there are mm-hmm. other actors and actresses in there. True. Just because Hugh Jackman's in it doesn't mean he's going to get the that show stealer. That would have been also our second look at Zendaya, too. She yes, was in Spider Man exactly. Homecoming, didn't win a show stealer, but what if she won a show it stealer? Put for... her in the, it would have maybe put her in the running. It also would have mm-hmm. been, been part of what, how high the score was because part of what, what, 
into this um, show steal of the year mm-hmm. is how high your movie scored altogether. True. And these are at least five, if not close to. Yeah, the only one that, because I'm going to let you guys in behind the curtain, is Logan Wonder Woman, they scored the best out of the show stealers that we have here. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming, well, Spider-Man Homecoming's in that group too. It was American Assassin, American Made, and It that were below that. Yeah. And I mean, for Michael Keaton... I just think that whether we saw him twice, if it was just Spider-Man alone, yeah. I still would have fought for him to be show stealer of the year. Like, his performances in the movies that we saw him in this year, phenomenal. Yes. Phenomenal. And it is great to be able to give the show stealer, well, the show stealer award, first I should say, this is our show stealer award. Michael Keaton couldn't be here today, so Johnny, you are going to accept it on his behalf a big congratulations to Michael Keaton for being our show stealer of the year. And we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the second trophy right here. And this is worst movie of 2017 for the Rick and Johnny podcast. And the nominees are Blade Runner 2049. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Geostorm. The Mummy. All right, Johnny, those were the nominees. And with that being said, the worst movie, Timpani Roll. Well, at the at the Oscars, they do a timpani. Right? I'm it's sorry, a tim- I don't own a timpani. It's a timpani, but so I'm trying to make it a little bit lower. So than the last one, the the worst movie of 2017, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Do we clap? Do we clap for like? Yeah, they won an award. By the way, again, Valerian not here to accept the award. So Johnny is going mm, to accept. Sorry, it Valerian. On I'll hold their it, behalf, I'll do this as well. Do we? I guess. I guess we should. Go. They won mm, an award. They won an award. They won an award. But the worst movie. Here's the thing. I wanted to get into with this one. Yes. Is we had some hard I, choices well, on this. Honestly. This one was very hard for me. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. With the voting. It's a me and you thing, and I'm going to be completely honest. This is the beta version yes. of our award show. Next year, next year we have a lot more plans. Next for year is it, going to be completely different. It. We're going to include you guys. It's my fault. I forgot to put the Twitter postings up about these, so we're going to include you guys next year, of course. But here was my conundrum with yes. this one. Geostorm, I think, was the safest. It was not going to win. Be- it wasn't going to win worst movie. But it was an an honor to be nominated. It was an honor to be nominated. <laughs> in my mind, there were three movies. In yes. my mind. The Mummy, I gave the worst score for me. I gave mm-hmm. it a one. Valyrian had a crappy story. However, it was good visually. Yes. And Blade Runner, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Any of those three movies, I could have personally given this award to. And I'll be honest, if I was giving it alone... I would. I feel like I would have had to give it to the Mummy, only because I gave the Mummy a one, and Valerian a two. Yeah, that's where my conundrum come in. However, you came in and you were very strong that Valerian was the worst movie I'm we sorry. saw this year. You can put as great as graphics as you can in there, <laughs> but if your story is shit and you don't really even have a storyline, mm-hmm. 
overall, like you, yeah, you have a basic storyline and really not much following to that. Um, I don't think you have much of a movie. Well, and then I mean Blade Runner. I felt, like I said, I fell asleep during that movie. In the review, you had even talked about how you were checking your watch a little bit. You're like, you know what? I just... You're getting bored. I think Obviously, was, you were getting I think bored that's the then. one review I actually said stuff could have been cut out. Yeah, it was. And very, that came from me. It was very weird hearing you say that because yes. usually I am all about cutting the excess fat yes. off of some of these movies, especially Star Wars this year. I feel like some of that. Like I was talking to Mark mm-hmm. on Tuesday about it. Um, spoilers if you haven't seen a little bit, you can skip ahead like two seconds. But basically, there was one. Uh, you know, what? I'll leave it non-spoilery. There was one point in the story, the one from the review I said I could cut, Mm -hmm. he said, yeah, I could see that, however, you can't because X character couldn't develop then. Yeah. So, I mean, I I get why they left it. I I actually had a conversation with what I think you're talking about, too, and yeah, you couldn't cut Mm -hmm. it, but you, I mean, if you really want to- The character was Finn. Oh, Finn. It was Finn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You needed you needed to develop, but you needed you could have didn't didn't have to sit that exact way. I don't think I spoiled anything. Though. No, so there were I no mean, spoils. I mean, they know Finn's in the movie. Yeah, now. Finn's oh, no. in the movie, but I mean, <laughs> I didn't spoil anything. No, but we're gonna move on to our last award. This is the biggest award, so it's our best award here at the Rick and Johnny podcast, and we are giving out best picture, and the nominees are. Logan. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Wonder Woman. Spider-Man Homecoming. Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Thor Ragnarok Beauty and the Beast And Johnny, we got this is to me before I give the nominee, I'm gonna move the trophy only because I think it's covering my face and I don't want my face being covered. Of course not. Um this list, how we compiled just a little backstory on this list alone. Yes. Logan. Guardians, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, Kingsman, and Thor. They were the movies, the only movies this year to get five out of five yes. from all of us. We threw Beauty and the Beast in there because I think one of us gave it a five, one of us gave it a 4.5, and ended up being a, a 4.75. 4. So I thought, you know what? That's close enough. Yes. That's the closest we've got to a perfect unanimous Five out of five. And this is average score between Johnny and I's review. But when it all comes down to it, timpani roll. The best picture for 2017. I almost was going to say the wrong name, but I didn't. I double-checked. I'm not going to pull a La La Land, and it is going to be Logan as best picture for 2017. I almost said Wonder Woman. And then you I almost looked, did. And then I looked down and I'm like, I don't want to fuck this up. I do not want to be have a Moonlight La La Land yes, exactly. situation here. Logan, best picture for 2017. Why? You're Why? The, you're the main, because here's, just to let them in behind the curtain. Yeah. You wanted, you came in and said Logan. 
I came in and said Wonder Woman. This was one where you had to kind of sway me over yes. to your side of the table. Um, and it was a hard one because I agreed. Part of me agreed with you on Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. but with the well, give this. Do yes. you still have the Rotten Tomatoes stuff up? No, but I pull I, that up really quick I because know that's it. that's an interesting insight to. Because while we were getting everything set up, you even said to me the scores that both of those had were gotten. as close as like we were talking about, and it was very, very, very close between these two movies. Like it was what a one percent difference in critic score. Yes, one percent difference in critic score and two percent difference in fan score. Which I mean, one was an eighty-nine, right? One was an eighty. I know the the critic score was ninety-three to ninety-two. Like that's how close it was with the critics, but like. The audience score was even really close, and this one would. Th- if I was giving this one alone, so it would to, have been hard to give them the numbers. Okay, um, Wonder uh, Logan for this is the critic score. Critic score okay. is ninety three for Logan, mm-hmm. ninety two for Wonder Woman. Okay, for fan score ninety for Logan. 88 for Wonder Woman. So that's how close it was. That was even yeah. close. how close you and I... That's how close well, I felt with it, at least, because... Both of these movies... Like, I told you, let's be completely honest, Beauty and the Beast... Like, the ones that are like, we're just happy to be nominated, Beauty and the Beast didn't have a chance. Guardians 2 didn't have a chance. I would even say Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man didn't have a chance. No. Really, for me, it came down to Logan, Wonder Woman, maybe Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Because Kingsman was just a great movie overall. However, Logan was phenomenal. It was. And Wonder Woman, the thing I told you, the thing that made Wonder Woman so great, just, and this isn't just a like, just for me. This is like overall. Yeah. By the way, Hugh Jackman, not here to accept the award. So Johnny will go ahead and take the award for him. Um, but. With Wonder Woman, it's not just a what it meant to me, but just overall, this is the first time that we have seen a movie done well with a f- female lead, like yes. the female superhero lead, and how great it was. And like this was the one to, I'm going to be honest, it saved the DCEU. It did. If it That's flopped, true. Justice League wouldn't have mattered because we're done doing this stuff. Yeah. That's what it would have been like from Warner Bros. However, Logan was just phenomenally overall. The music that was in there, the acting, like it was a farewell to the character of Wolverine. Of someone we've known for well, 17 years. Let's just put it this way, and this is something that I completely forgot about until now. Yeah. It made Professor X go, yeah, I'm done. Yes, exactly. He saw it and then said, I'm done. Yeah. Like wasn't wasn't going to walk away from the character until After watching that it. movie. And honestly, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. I could still remember and. I felt like I was almost going to cry at some points. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah. In the theater. You cried at home. Of course. Like a little, like save a little baby. Like, it, like a little baby. It, no, anyways. Um, no, I mean, I don't know about you. I know I felt like I like there's certain oh, scenes. Oh, it was an was emotional like, roller coaster. Exactly. And it gut punched me at the end. I will never forget that gut punch. Oh, exactly. At the end of Logan. And this is actually a very interesting thing for a best picture or best movie Mm -hmm. is like I was talking to you last week when we talked about doing this kind of award segmenty thing is I'm like usually it's the movies that come out at the beginning of the year people forget about them they do exactly but that's not the case here no it's not the case for this one like Logan was a movie that's how good it was 
it shook you emotionally shook you to where a year later you can still like come and talk about it and then just get rushed with all those feelings. Yeah, all those emotions. All those emotions. You brought up the theme for it. Nice. Every time I hear it, still, Johnny it Cash just, is hurt. Yeah, Johnny Cash is. Hurt. It's just. It was one of those perfect movies for 2017. It was. But that's going to do it for our mini award show. I feel like next year. Next year we'll next have year a lot more, to more it. Like next year we're going to split the show stealers into male and female. Yes. We're going to worst movie, be- our worst picture, best picture. We'll give like maybe we split them off into some like. Categories. Categories. Let us know what you guys want to see, though, for next year. I know next year is a long uh, way we'll away. Even, we're even going to try and see if we can do um, for um, not movies, but mm-hmm. also shows. TV shows, too. Yes, yes that's right. So TVs, like Stranger Netflix. Things, Titans will be coming out next year. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Uh, season 2 will be coming out next year. Things like if there's ever, like, The Punisher or anything Yeah, like if that. anyone else comes out with something, we'll try and watch anything live action. Yeah, well... Yeah, at least that's tr- we're trying for to get right that now, for right yeah, now. Yeah, live action. But anything that you guys would want to see next year, I know it's a long way away. Three hundred sixty-five or three hundred sixty-four days away. Oh, because yeah. this is Jan- this is January first, something like that. I mean, so depends on what time you watch we, it. We've got could a be four and a half. We've got a. T- it could be one. You could be watching this December thirty-first of twenty eighteen. Yeah, could be doing that. I don't know why you would, but you right. could. It could be one day until. 2019. If so, tell me how 2018 has been, because right now I'm still in 2017. Yes, but let are. us know what you guys think down below. Congratulations to Michael Keaton. Congratulations to Valyrian City of a Thousand Planets. Congratulations to Logan for being our show stealer of the year, our worst picture of the year. I feel bad for saying it, but you want it. And then our best picture for 2017. But let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. But, Johnny, it's time to move on into our only real topic. I'm yes. going to say real topic because we had the award show yes. that we did this week. But our real topic, and this one's a big one because I wanted to talk Titans earlier when they revealed the Robin costume or what the Robin look would look like. But we're like, you know what? Not enough here. Yeah, not enough meat it. to cook. I think we got some meat now. Yes, we do. We got some meat. So the Titans got TV some major series, if you are new, is going to be coming to the DC streaming service, which, spoiler alert, it seems like we could get it. I'm assuming we're going to get it either during the summer or during the October to December of next year. Yes. Because they have said that Young Justice Season 3 is going to be on that streaming service, and the one of the writers, I believe, or producers of Young Justice said that they plan to release it between in the fourth quarter of 2018. That's mm-hmm. October to December. So if that's when you're going to release Young Justice, you'd want to re re you'd want to get through and release your streaming service if I can get it out of my mouth. There you go. Either by October, by the fall, or in the summer. Yeah. To give people time to buy it and be ready for. The drop of that season. I'd say you at least want two weeks before you drop that yeah. like big release of a, a, a TV series. So fall, fall, late summer is what yes. I'm thinking. I would think so too. That, that you have to drop it by then because you want to give them time to get it, like and mm-hmm. get the idea. Like, but at the same time, you don't want to drop it too early. Yeah, because then you get people that are like, you know what? I don't want to pay for this as much as I want to see it. Yada uh-huh. yada yada. However, yes, here is what. We're going to be talking about today with Titans, another show that is going to be 
on that same streaming service, there's a casting call that says, here's what it reads, and I quote, Evan Logue, male, late 30s to 40s, Caucasian, charismatic, a cult leader attempting to reunite his family, wink, wink, central role for series finale, reoccurring guest star, please submit star slash cameo names, casting early for wardrobe, but the role works episode 11, basically 111, which is episode 11, Mm -hmm. and episode 112, which is episode 12. Here's the thing for you, Johnny. Yes. You know what they're going with, right? Oh, I do. They are going with Trigon. This casting call, what I believe, is Trigon. Mm -hmm. This is for Trigon, Raven's father, and basically the question now of the title on YouTube this is awesome because that means most of this season is going to be Raven's origin story. Yeah. Like, we're going to get Raven's origin story. We're going to get the origin story with whatever's going on with Robin, with him dealing with being Nightwing and being in Bloodhaven and flashing back to when he was Robin with Batman, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say a little bit. Um, I think it's just going to be a lot of origin story for mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're going to get Ravens. Now we got Trigon. Um, at the, and especially, I guess, it said, what, central role mm-hmm. in the well, it, it in said, 11 and 12? Yeah, it said um, central role for ser- series finale. Yeah. For series finale, reoccurring guest star. Yes, which means he's going to make a big pivotal role in those two yes but in the, he's going to be in other parts which means we're going to get a raven origin story mm-hmm. we're probably going to get a robin one because we've ta- talked about it well maybe not here but you and i have talked about it before yeah. um but which to me means that they're going to have raven's origin story robin's origin story probably someone else's one or two other ones mm-hmm. if not everyone's yeah that might be a little bit put too much to push into the first season but that's what you got to do sometimes but then maybe tr- Big baddie Trigon for mm-hmm. the last two episodes. Well, and here, here's the thing I wonder. I wonder what they're going to do because right now from looking at IMDb, the characters that they have cast, and I'm going off of IMDb. Yes. We have Dick Grayson being cast. Raven is cast. We've got um, Amy uh, Roach, Roachbuck is the character is being cast. We've got Beast Boy being cast. We've got Hank Hall and Dawn Granger, which are the um, the Dove character. Dove and Falcon? Dove, Dove and, and Hawk? Dove and Hawk, thank okay. you. Yeah, um, you're more DC than I, so I but, like and, you guess. And that's another thing. I can't wait for Dove and Hawk because you know who – I I may know him a little bit better because mm-hmm. I love Blue Mountain State. Um, but you've seen The Hunger Games, right? Have you seen yeah, The Hunger the first Games? one. Do you know the character Gloss? Not knowledgeable. Did that you one. see? Let's I put saw this the first one. Did you see the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies? No. He played Raphael. Um, basically, I saw the first one. It's Alan Richton. Okay. Who played Thad? I I love him. Thad Castle in Blue Mountain State. Okay. That's right. I can't wait to see him. He also was Raphael in Ninja Turtles. He was Gloss in um, Hunger Games. Okay. Catching Fire. Um, the thing I look at there on IMDb. It says episode one, episode two, episode three. Here's the thing with Hawk. Episode one, episode two, episode three, then 12 and 13. So it looks like he's going to be in it for one, two, three, 
then a huge break. And then it's like, okay, you get me in 12 and 13 again. Whereas hmm. with Dove, they don't even have down here what she's going to be in. Unless I clicked on the wrong person. And I did. I got to click on uh, Minka Kelly to get that. She's the same thing. Oh, unless, you know what? I'm wrong. They're in all 13 episodes. I'm okay. Wrong. All 13. I had to click show more. See, that, that's, <laughs> that's Ricky not using his brain. And just speaking before he thinks. No, they're going to be in all of them. So okay. we like that's an interesting part too, where we're going to get Hawk and Dove, we're going to get Raven, we're going to get Beast Boy, we're going to get um, Dick Grayson or Nightwing slash Robin. The thing with Raven though, and this is interesting, is the casting call calls for a Caucasian male. Yes. My question is, like some people are saying, well. Yeah, he's going to be in the last two, and they're going to show him in full demon form. I don't think that. I don't think we see him in demon form season one. No, I don't think so. I think it. I think it's one of those things where, well, no, I don't. eh, I don't think we see him in demon form. What I think we might see is because one of the things with Raven is with the ruby that she has. Mm That's basically, he's trapped in her subconscious, and he's trying to get Get out. out. He can only get out through her. He wants to destroy the world, and then he basically rinse and repeats with different dimensions. I feel like throughout the series, we're going to have an inner struggle. We're either going to have an inner struggle where she already knows, like, fast forward kind of a thing, where it's like, no, she knows, like, who her father is, who her mother is. And there's just this inner conflict with her, or it's going to be her trying to figure out who her father is, and she finds out who the father is, episode 11, episode 12. Because it just says twelve, episode 11 and 12, and then there's a 13th episode. True, which is why he wouldn't be the big baddie. I was about to say that, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, as soon as you mentioned 13, yeah. and he's supposed to be big, pivotal, 11, 12, mm-hmm. that might be of one of two things. That's when she finds out who her father is, or... That's when her origin story like kicks in. We finally get to see Raven's mm-hmm. detailed origin story in the show. Because the the big majority of it's going to be Robin. Yeah, like I feel like beginning. Robin's the focus. Well, Dick Grayson's the focus because he's technically Nightwing, I think. Yeah, but he's the focus because he's the leader of the Titans. Yeah, and I I wonder if they're going to do how they're going to do it to where I'm assuming they're going to do the Titans aren't formed yet to where it's just. Dick Grayson, he's in Bloodhaven, he's doing the cop by day, superhero by night kind of a thing. We get flashbacks to him and Batman because it's kind of like a how would you have done it kind of a thing. Or Mm -hmm. like just thinking back to the old days where it's like maybe something happens where he's on the job as uh, Nightwing. And it makes him flashback to something that happened when he was Robin with Batman. Um and then with Raven, like, I feel like they're all going to be on their own. Beast Boy, Raven um, will probably get some of the other members in there, too. Yeah. But they'll all be on their own. And then because of, boom, here's Trigon at the end, that's when we got to form. Titans form, and that's where we get the first, like, the series ends with this is the Teen Titans. Yeah, actually, that would make sense. It would be the origin stories slash forming of Teen Titans. So, like, and I get that would be cool with the Robin thing, like, or mm-hmm. 
Nightwing Robin thing where he's doing the the, the night when the cop I day and during the night things mm-hmm. maybe it's like uh, something during one of his uh, I want to call them missions right now for some reason during uh, like like day jobs or you're talking night, about his night, night. and then like something's going on and mm-hmm. maybe it's like a, I remember what would happen if we were uh, if I was still with the the bat yeah if I was still with see and that's another thing I want to ask you and this is off topic of the raven thing yeah but with the because we have the Robin costume, we know he will be in the Robin costume at mm-hmm. some point. If it is flashbacks, do you think we get a Batman? Do we get somebody casted as Batman? That or just like, like maybe like the reference to Batman, but not the actual Batman mm-hmm. because I don't know how DC is going to go about doing that without. Universe stuff, and well, they because may. I think the TV the, they, they don't want to make, they said, don't take the focus off the rest of them. That's yeah. The problem. I think the TV is separate than the movies, I know, and, like universe. Yeah, wise. and I mean they may pull like a, a Supergirl where Batman makes a mm-hmm. slight appearance, like yeah. Superman does in that one. Like I'm not saying Ben Affleck. I'm saying do we get another person? Yeah, in TV but the other idea is you don't want to take away from what you have by like throwing Batman mm-hmm. in there too much and too many times. So maybe just like. Mm-hmm. References to it mostly, but maybe once, maybe twice, if you're lucky. What would you say about Raven? I know what I said. I I either think she's either going to be battling with Trigon in her head or trying to find out who my father is. What do you think happens with Raven and Trigon? Now that this kind of seems like Trigon's the big baddie at the end. I go more so the second because this mm-hmm. is. I would say this is a pre Trigon in the gem thing. Like, okay. he hasn't, if they're trying to get him and he's going to be male, Caucasian, everything, mm-hmm. maybe he hasn't, like, gotten to the power he needs to be to be full form Trigon or yeah. something. Or maybe he's waiting for, like, his plans to fruition before mm-hmm. he can. Either way, I feel like it's not going to be, maybe that 12 and 13 is going to be full on Trigon, mm-hmm. big baddie. And then f- 13 will be, we need to form the Titans. Mm hmm. Or something like that, because I'm going to correct you a little bit. Only okay. I have, it's a and it, it's weird that they're doing this, or they might throw 13 in there, but in the casting call, that's what I'm going off of, because that's what we've got. Yeah, it's 11 and 12. Like it that, calls that's not for, what I said, is it? You said 12, 13. Oh yeah, no, it's so 11, it calls 12. for 11, 12, but then there's a 13th episode. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like Trigon's here for these two episodes. They figure that out. Maybe in episode 12, like, he manifests himself in Raven, mm-hmm. and she traps him with the, the ruby that she has in her head. But then in that 13th, it's picking up all the pieces, and that's when Dick Grayson goes, no, no, we need a team. Yeah, We need a team. We need to form the Titans. We need to form the Teen Titans. And that's where you have, like, Teen Titans, Go. all of them come together because what I'm kind of feeling is because the Trigon character is only for the end, it says reoccurring guest star. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking on the bad the bad guy side, the villain side. For most of the season, it's going to be Brother Blood. The yeah. cult Brother Blood. And or the cult of blood. But mainly Brother Brother Blood's gonna be the main baddie because that's the cult that deals with Trigon. So mm-hmm. Trigon's gonna use them, use Raven to try to come out, destroy everybody, and from what I feel, they are going to be the main person. Kind of like, um, oh shoot, what was the hand? Kind of like the hand yeah. in Daredevil Season 2, where, yes, we had Elektra, 
but it was the hand that was our main bad person. Yes, exactly. we had the um, what was her name, Madam Something, um, in Daredevil season two. I'm blanking. She I had know the, you're talking about. She had the little drug packets. With I know the, who you're talking about. I can't remember her name. But she was kind of like a main villain. Mm-hmm. But really, it was the hand was the group that we dealt with. That's what I think we'll do here. We're like Dick Grayson by cop. He's dealing with some murders and stuff, and it's like, oh, it's Brother Blood's cult again, and that's what we're going to deal with. And then by night, he's going to investigate Batman style to try to find out more about Brother Blood and stuff like that. And then we've got Raven over here who she gets tied into the Brother Blood because it's, well, I'm trying to figure out who my dad is, and I'm trying to figure out, and all the right pieces lead her closer and closer to the blood cult, to Brother Blood, and that's how the kind of storylines then intertwine, and they meet, and that's where they kind of come mm-hmm. together. Come together. And that's the thing. With Robin, you don't need, for example, all the, like, an actual full explanation of who is, ba- like, his background story. You can just have little flashbacks. Whereas yeah. Raven, you may actually take, at least take a full episode to, mm-hmm. f- to give a, this is your origin story, this is your father, this is this. And at least, like, a, you probably need a full episode for that, as mm-hmm. long as these, a lot of these other characters. Not everyone knows their origin stories. Almost everyone would say, hey, I know Nightwing is Rob is an old Robin. My only question yes. is how they're going to fit in. Um, my only questions are how they're going to fit in Hawk and Dove, and then how they are going to fit in Beast Boy. Yes. Because, like, right now... Dick Grayson's pretty easy. He's the central character. Mm-hmm. We're going to have it central around him. If Trigon's the main baddie, that cements Raven into the story. Where's Beast Boy going to come in? Because they casted him with Ryan Potter. Where is is like Hawk and Dove going to be the kind of thing where it's they're in Bloodhaven. They've been kind of doing this for right now, the whole superhero thing. And Dick Grayson kind of use, uses them as kind of like mentors because Batman's all the way in Gotham City and he's not in Bloodhaven. Like he's you the mentor or they're the mentors. Or they're the mentors. Like he can lean on them because like they've been in Bloodhaven. That to me doesn't even seem like I'm not sold on that. If yeah. that's the case, they're the only three characters, Hawk, Dove, and Beast Boy where I don't know how they fit in yet. I don't know how the pu- either the puzzle piece fits in, or I don't know how the Beast Boy Lego block fits onto this yeah. master structure that we're trying to build. My guess if, um, I don't know how old, um, the characters are supposed to be for Hawk and Dove, mm-hmm. but if Dick Grayson is already Dick Grayson and he's a cop, he's got to at least be in his early 20s. True. Like so late he's 20s. Got late early he could be early 20s could even. be so because if you're doing teen titans i would lean towards yeah, an early 20s true um my guess is he would be the mentor yeah but then again i and because again you're doing a teen titans they at least have to be early as high as early 20s i'd go highest 23 just if i'm going to give a specific number mm-hmm. and then down through the teens and i would guess hawk and dove would probably be younger than him which then would make him the mentor because yeah. he's also had such experience throughout being Batman's sidekick from, like, what, 10 years old on? Mm-hmm. So I would say he's the one that's the the mentor. But, I mean, that's what my, that's what my guess would be. I'm trying to look here to see if I can find anything. The interesting thing about Hawk and Dove, and I don't want to get this off 
topic, but just yeah. something that comes into my head. The interesting thing about them mm-hmm. is I can't wait to see how their dynamic is going to be. Yeah. Because apparently, and I'm not super like, yes, I'm DC, but I never read a lot about Hawk and Dove no. growing up. And the big thing that I can't wait to see with them is apparently with Hawk, he's more of like almost a Hulk style thing of like rage monster. Yeah. Like he'll just let his rage go. She's there to kind of keep him cool, keep him calm keep to calm, where yeah. he doesn't go too much. I can't wait to see that. I can't the wait yin, to see an episode. They're like a yin and yang. Yeah. I can't wait to see because there's going to be one point where he loses it. Where he just absolutely loses it and just goes ham on people. Or if she's like, you know what? We need you to go ham right now. And then just lets him go. I know there's going to be one of those either way, but one of those scenes where he just lets all of that rage out and she just kind of lets him and she Mm -hmm. doesn't stop him. Or it's the first time and it's like, okay, I kind of got to keep you undercover, but this TV show, the more we hear about it, yeah, I get intrigued every time. Yeah, like they come no, out with a lot the, of interesting they come things. out with the Robin thing. I'm like, cool, I'm in. They come out with Hawk and Dove. I'm like, you know what? I don't really know much about them. It's gonna be an interesting concept, but I want to learn more about them. Now the Trigon thing, I can't wait. Like, I now you've got me sold. I'll be completely honest. In general, I cannot wait for this DC streaming service. Because I'm buying it. I am giving you my money because I'll be completely honest. The one thing I hate about Netflix right now is that DC pulled all their stuff off of it. I can't watch Justice League. I can't watch the DC cartoons that I would watch. Like I can't watch Doom. I can't watch Justice League War. I can't watch Flashpoint. I got to go and try to find them on YouTube and watch the little like segments. I hate that. The little segments. And then there's some people that try to like. Avoid the copyright thing, so they'll zoom in, and it's like, great, I see Flash's head the whole time. It's just zoomed in to where it's like, you're not giving me the full picture. (laughs) That's why I can't wait for this to come out, so that, yes, I can watch Titans when it comes out. I'm going to watch Young Justice. The one thing that I heard that was a rumor that I would absolutely love is that somebody was saying that they might add bat. There's a possibility that they could do Batman Beyond and Young Justice Ooh. and kind of use him as either in there on the team mm-hmm. or as a mentor for Young Justice. That'd be cool. Because that's all like, this. It, it's basically the similar thing as Titans. You've yeah. got Robin, you've got the younger version of Martian Manhunter, you've got Superboy. It's the younger versions of the Blue Beetle yeah, is exactly. also in it. Um, Hawk, not Hawkgirl, but the Green Arrow um, I his niece yeah. is in it, um, but I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch Titans, and of course I'm going to like watch Justice League Unlimited, and I'm going to watch Justice League Doom and all the DC stuff I want. DC, you've got my money. Just come out with it already. Yeah. Just come out with it so I can throw my money at you for this monthly streaming because I know I've come on here and say, yeah, I don't want to buy tons of streaming things, and I feel like that's where we're headed. It is. However, DC's got my money. I can hold off on Hulu. I don't really care if I... I've got all the Disney VHSs, so I don't need to... Yeah, VHSs. So I don't need to... What's that? I don't Some need to stream the Disney and Pixar movies. However, well, the Pixar movies are on DVDs. However, yes. the Disney movies are on VHSs. Because you told me it was going into the vault. Not getting on that soapbox again. 
However, DC's got my money because mm-hmm. I don't have. I got Batman Beyond and I've got Batman at home. Some would say that's all you need. However, sometimes I need a little bit of Justice League and a little bit of those animated movies. But any final thoughts before we close up this podcast? No, they've got me intrigued now, especially with this edition of Trigon's going to oh, be in there. I can't wait for it. I can't, oh, and exciting. I can't wait to see who they cast. I can't wait to see who they cast as Trigon and how they fit them in. But this is where you cool. guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below. Are you excited about Trigon? What do you think the story is going to be? How does this affect Dick Grayson's character? How does this affect what they do with Raven? And then also, tell us what you think about our award show. We're wrapping up the mm-hmm. podcast after two segments. It feels kind of weird, but Happy New Year. Like yeah. this, is, this is a slow time. I expect the New Year's to be over, news to come back out, and then it's business as usual here on the Rick and Johnny podcast in the movie world. But a little bit of housekeeping here at the end. If you like what we're doing here, you love the podcast, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. You want to be on a podcast with us, the $10 tier is how you do that. We're also selling MVP t-shirts. All of that is down below in the description. You can go ahead and get yourself an MVP t-shirt for 22 bucks a pop. That's including shipping too, so you don't have to pay any extra with shipping and handling. And then last but not least, if you have iTunes, you're listening to us on iTunes, you have an iTunes account, please go ahead and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It would mean the world to us. And then if you could do the same for the Onside Kick, the Primetime Podcast, and the uh, Fast Break, I almost said and the Rick and Johnny Podcast, but we're on the Rick and Johnny Podcast. I'm used to putting us last. Yeah. Because I'm for the PTP and the TOK, I usually put the Rick and Johnny podcast last, but I can't do that because we're on the Rick and Johnny podcast exactly. right now. So TOK, PTP, the fast break. Go ahead. If you could give us a five star rating, we would love it on iTunes. I want to thank you guys for watching, for listening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.